the safety as well. Yeah. I mean, right yeah. now it's worth yeah. mentioning. I don't, yeah. we can't oh, pretend absolutely. it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, it's as if everyone in the world has herpes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> right? Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. We have a caller today, Andy. We do. Exciting. It is exciting. Uh, Our caller today, uh, her issue is very relevant. It's a very 2020 issue. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it'll apply to a lot of people in relationships. So our caller today is Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Do you mind giving us your age and region slash city location and your story? Yeah. So I'm 25 and I'm from Chicago. Um, I think I wrote it to you guys. Um, well, I, I said, dear Charlene and Andy, and I now know that. You hate that <laughs> so I apologize. For, um, to be fair, you did write that. You wrote in a while ago with this issue. Yeah. And also, I feel like Andy was fine with Charlene and Andy for the first two months and all of a sudden he was very offended by it (laughs) it's because like I I had met you Charlene at the all the pretty pandas party and I think I might have said hi to Andy so it felt weird to just clump you guys into one person it's it's I understand since you had actual in-person interaction we give you yes give you a pass and yeah and we remember you you were with your sister and you were just delightful lovely I remember remember her I remember I, I was single at the time and very single for a really long time. And I remember seeing you guys interacting at the party and just being like, that's the kind of relationship I would want. Oh, God, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, Charlene, I know you're kind of an introverted person, as you said. And so just seeing you sort of retreat to the corner of the room and then every once in a while have eye contact with Andy and he would just, it seems like he would just know exactly how you were feeling and that, and it just seems Whoa. so comforting to, to know that you could have someone um, be that for you. Um, that is the sweetest <laughs> that observation. I just, I'm head. actually tearing up about that. was super sweet. That's, you just won her. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a thousand points. You hit like several, we won't get, need to get into it, but you hit several issues well, that she finds. There's a lot important. of like seeing in that observation, but also seeing. And I remember you you did write me an email after that party where I did. I was so surprised that you cuz I just I kind of I don't really send things to who like people that I think are, you know, cuz you're kind of a celebrity to me. <laughs> so, so not true, but that's someone, very sweet. I never have sent something to someone like that that I don't know and I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to send this even if it's to into a void and I just, if she sees it, then okay. <laughs> I definitely saw it and it definitely spoke to me. Yeah. And what you noticed is something that I honestly spent the better part of my 20s looking for. Yeah. That looking across a, a room of 200 plus people and it's like, yeah, it's like as though you have um, walkie talkies or, or yeah, whatever. She really hit on it. Yeah. All right. So now you're dating someone. <laughs> yeah, I'm dating someone. And I started listening to your podcast when it came out. Um, when I had coronavirus. So I had just flown back from England, from London, and it was a really good distraction from what was not so not so good of a time in my life. Mm. So um, yeah, so I had, it, I had it for about a month. So I had a fever for a month. I was in my room wow. in isolation for a month. And oh my God, you know, I'm 25. And I, you know, you, you hear about young people getting it and you don't 
you know, they don't get it that badly. So I didn't think that I would get be affected. And I was already very cautious to begin with. Um, I had to take the flight home uh, from studying abroad. So I didn't have a choice. And I wore like three layers of masks. I wore gloves. I, I didn't take off. I didn't drink water. I didn't eat. And I still somehow got it, you know, on the journey. Home. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Wait, yeah, you got so, it on the way home on, on the journey? On the plane home, I think. I think there was a woman coughing on the plane. Oh, oh that's Andy. That's your worst nightmare. Because oh. you're trapped. You're trapped. You're you can't trapped. cross the street and avoid those coughs. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even. I flew to LA. I wouldn't even go in the in the bathroom. Oh I brought God. I brought a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so you come back. You have to isolate for a month. Yeah, that's hardcore. So okay, I, I was I came back to stay with my parents, um, and so I was really conscious about getting them sick. So I really I was just trying to be really careful, and um, I had tested negative a week before I. Um, actually came out of my room but so it was a really long time to be alone and I, I just remember feeling so much like you know I'm I'm also an introvert and I really value my independence and like my time that I would choose for myself would just to be alone in my room and now I'm like I want to be with people I want to be able to you know you know touch things yeah. <laughs> I mean I haven't been in that exact situation with the isolating but I do know what you mean something about uh this the pandemic has sort of made you realize just where on the introversion scale you fall exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, totally so, yeah so i i met my current boyfriend uh about a year and a half ago when we first started um a master's program in london together uh we so i met him just totally spontaneously like in the real world i had been on dating apps before when i was living in other cities um but this was like one of the first real times that I had met someone totally organically, which maybe says something about you know, the times that I'm uh, living. Yeah, in. it's it's so rare. Well, and you're she's twenty. Of, you're twenty five. Like you're in that yeah. age where it's more likely that you'd have met people online. I guess it's extremely rare. I feel like for someone her age yeah. to to find and take it. advantage of. Like you said, you met in school. Yeah. yeah, like I'm glad that you took advantage of that because mm-hmm. it's one of the. F- it's pretty much school and work. Yeah, and then work. There's all these. You know, yeah, there's issues. Awkward, yeah. Yes, work is yeah. super awkward. I feel mm-hmm. like because you can't get away from them. Yeah, and so, inadvisable. In yeah, most cases. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's a, about a year younger than me. He's 25. He just turned 25 too. So we're close to the same age. But he's younger than me. So I was like really cautious because I really take your guys as advice to heart <laughs> i said before that it doesn't matter as much if you're in your 20s um yeah although to, to take the other side of that when i was in my early 20s like one year difference was like humongous yeah, it's like so. i was dating a girl one year older than me i was like wow she's really this like an she's older a, woman yeah, she's a, <laughs> yeah one year is no big deal shandy approved yeah. Yeah. i'll let it pass <laughs> so yeah so i've been in serious relationships before um, but this is just genuinely the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And, you know, we spent nice. close to four months together in lockdown in England, in London with his parents. And so that was because I just I had nowhere else to go. Uh, wow. They kicked us out. Um, and being in a room, having to be in a room 24 seven with someone, you 
you quickly come to realize how compatible you are and how much you can tolerate. And, and I just, I woke up every day really excited to see him. And I went to bed every day, you know, every night, just really feeling really at peace and really content. And I never in my life thought I could meet someone where it feels like, well, first I feel so understood and I feel he's not like, we don't have the exact same interests, but I feel like he really understands me. He really supports me. And being in the same room with him for that long, it, it honestly feels like being with an extension of myself. Like, <laughs> like That's I don't get sign. annoyed. Number, yeah. The That's number one sign. sign of a good relationship, never getting annoyed. Yeah, with things that don't matter. That, almost anything. Yeah. Annoyance is different than anger or frustration. Mm-hmm. Annoyance is very specific and it's very unsexy. It's not a good <laughs> thing for romance. It's like a nefarious, it's like a nefarious quiet thing that sort of you know it could seeps in yeah yeah so uh, the the issue that i wrote in with uh a couple of months ago was um we have a very you know it's like well first just to give some context i've never been with someone for so long and never had like uh, i don't know like a a real fight with them i would Mm. say like i don't know like it's just the the kinds of disagreements we have they're always really respectful and i don't know if that's bad or if that's good um but like that no be- how is that bad it's, it's only like- it's only bad if one of you harbors resentment yeah. that isn't being aired out yeah if you're like i think repressing yeah. anything just for the sake of harmony just to end the conflict to avoid do you conflict think that doesn't happen or do you think it does um so no i think it's generally i think that there was an element of that actually for, but first it was like we don't have I've never, maybe it's just the fact that, you know, maturing from other previous experiences, but I don't have blowout fights with him like I have had in the past, which, you know, sucks. But um, no, but I know, I think there's real truth to what you're saying. It's a lot of how your fighting style, and I think we touched on this with Astrid and Kevin. It's like it evolves. Like the way I fight with Andy is not how I fought with my boyfriend 10 years ago. Yeah. And then my boyfriend 10 years before that oh my god that makes me sound really old but it's true you just don't you don't always fight the same way and you learn you've moved from on experience you moved on yeah. from the frying pans <laughs> moved on from the frying pan <laughs> part it's kind of make, it kind of makes like arguing frustrating because it's like neither of us wants to win or be right we want to like you know we want to put it to bed so that we don't you know threaten the relationship so mm. um so i think that sort of led to me um on this issue bottling up some things which that is probably not good but the the issue is that we initially disagreed about the level the appropriate level of caution to take Mm. in the pandemic sorry it took like 20 minutes to get to that no (laughs) no no i liked i liked how you fully fleshed out the scene yes the journey is more important than the destination yes yeah although she is calling in with the destination that's true (laughs) and we're done thank you for your time (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so it was it wasn't even that he disagrees with me on a fundamental level he's also you know a very you know he's a fairly cautious person he's a very considerate person um it was just that when he would be in you know he's he's working right now uh so he has to he would often have to go into the office he might have to do go on business trips and when he was with other people you know there would be pressure in a situation where that would make him like not want to adhere to some of the guidelines that maybe the the government set out or that 
might be considerate to follow. But, mm-hmm. but you know, now thinking thinking about the problem, you know, it's so easy for me to judge when and and, to, and also not feel like a hypocrite when I don't have any friends to meet up with right now. I'm just sitting in my room and like I don't have anywhere to go. Um, but he actually has responsibilities. Like it feels like a conversation where we're always trying to understand each other's side. So then it's like, are we even arguing with each other anymore? <laughs> but, um, right. but yeah, it, it did. It there were I think two or three instances where it some some of the things that he did really upset me, and in a and because of my reactions, I was very sensitive to, you know. So he he lives with an elderly person, um, a grandparent, and so to me that would warrant an even higher level of precaution. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would sometimes, you know, go eat in restaurants uh, indoors. Or, uh, and I think the other time was when he was exposed to a coworker who tested positive, but uh, just didn't self-isolate. Um, and so I think both times uh, I just, you know, I was like in the moment I get really upset. And if I don't, if I react in the moment, it can, I feel like that's not healthy. But if I, if I just wait a few, if I wait like 20 minutes, I feel like I can think through things more calmly. But I think what made it worse was that he, because I had reacted so sensitively to the first incident, he was afraid to then tell me about the second one. I think the second one I found out about, cause he just, it just slipped out. And then that made me feel like it was like a vicious cycle where if I was, more upset, he would be less willing to tell me, which would make me more upset to, and feel like he was hiding something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is I he, was like, yeah. Is he British? Yes, he's British. I wonder if it's a bit of a cultural thing. Because I know in the UK, they're a bit kind of all over the place. They're not really adhering to a lot of... Well, and there's also, I think, probably some uh, conflict aversion there. Mm-hmm. Oh, for which, sure. Yeah, which might be as much a personality thing oh, as right. a cultural British, thing. Although right. I will say, it's funny you say that because the one Brit that I ever dated, I dated for around two years. And I, God, I hope I'm not repeating myself. I remember catching him in like a subtle lie that was way shadier just by having been lied about than if he had just told me. It was not that sketch and I remember when I confronted him about it he was just like I just want an easy life (laughs) (laughs) and I do think it's interesting that he was also British (laughs) but yeah it's it's a little frustrating because as you neither of you want to fight about this and you want to reach an agreement and a, a place that's mutually respectful of each other's feelings on it you need to reach that by airing them in the first place and so by not even giving you the, the full picture, the, all the information, I just feel like it's, it's, you know, you're lying by omission. He knows that she'll be upset about it. How intense a confrontation have you had with him over this issue? Um, it wasn't intense in the sense that it was heated. It was intense in the sense that when you don't really have like real disagreements about anything else, having this very, very, you know, strong impasse feels like a big deal. And it, mm-hmm. and, it, and it made me sort of, you know, I was at a, lo- at a lot of these points, I was just sitting in my room by myself with nothing to do but ruminate on things. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so I just started to think, you know, does this, does this have any implications for how we might be in situations in the future together if we 
have a life together. Um, I know the coronavirus pandemic is a very unique um, thing that we're in right now, but, and it, and it, and I, I almost think that we wouldn't have had this problem if, if there hadn't been a pandemic, but it makes me question, you know. Well, it, it can flesh out certain uh, characteristics. Like you're probably worried that maybe he lacks compassion or he's a little selfish, mm. uh, stuff like that, which has nothing to do with, you know, just following rules or regulations. It's not about that. It's about you questioning his character and other aspects of life, I assume. Yeah. I do have a thoughts on this, but I don't want to cut you off if you want to like, did you like have any more conflict about it? How have things developed since you wrote right. the email? So I, I I approached a lot of my friends about this and they were just sort of, you know, because everyone has different standards for how they they behave in a pandemic. But I think talking to my friends who, you know, it's been eight months and I get that it's really hard to live with such restrictions on your life for such a long time. And and so we I think it was it was just coming up so often and in the same exact way, almost that I just we finally just sat down and had a conversation and I told him, you know, this is how it makes me feel when um, if you're not super forthcoming and and I and I will try to module modulate my reaction to what you're saying so that you feel comfortable to share that with me. And um, I really try to make him understand that that honesty was really important to me. And it sounds like a game of chess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a real, a real <laughs> argument. <laughs> um, yeah. So but yeah, I just wanted him to understand. And, and also I think it's not that I think he's selfish. It's just that like when you're in a situation with a lot of peer pressure or, um, you know, something like that, it, it may be difficult to prioritize. But the, really. the issue with his elderly mother, Grandmother. Grandmother. Did you confront him and say, like, what what was your thought process about that? Yeah, I I was always just questioning, you know, I'm not living with him. So do I even have control over his, you know, does, does it is it even my place to say anything or I think I think you have a place to place. say something. Absolutely. This yeah. is a reflection of his character. You know, maybe he's just it's a blind spot. He's just like, oh, my God, you're right. That that probably is dumb. Or maybe he's just like, who cares? Yeah, okay. there's a, there's a lot of potential issue there. I, I hope you did confront him about that and yeah. ask him why he was doing that. Yeah, um, I think it was just that he, the way he explained it was he feels social anxiety um, about not, you know, behaving differently than than his coworkers or his friends if they wanted to go eat inside a restaurant. He didn't feel comfortable saying, oh, I can't go or we that's fine. I totally I, I, I get totally that. get I that. But what I'm talking about, I'm specifically referring to his grandmother. What was um, his excuse for that? I think he, it, his his reasoning was that his parents are also not super careful. <laughs> so, like, Two wrongs. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, so. We haven't, it hasn't come up in the last month because the England is in lockdown again. So, but I just don't want it to, I don't want that to be the reason that it doesn't come up. Cause mm-hmm. what if it, you know, cause he's in, he's in lockdown. So he's not really in situations where he needs to make a decision like that. Okay. It's sort of at the same state. It's just, it hasn't really progressed, but it doesn't really sound like you ever came to like a conclusion, like you guys met in the middle on this or did you? Yeah, it was like a sort of, you know, I'll be more understanding of you, you be more understanding of me and we'll be open with each other. But oh, it's still a disagreement. Okay. 
(laughs) That's good. I mean, I think you can definitely be more understanding about the peer pressure. I get that, especially at his age. Is he so much younger than you? (laughs) (laughs) He's a child. But um, no, but seriously, like he's in his early 20s and, you know, that's almost mid entering. Is it one, two, three, four? Yeah, mid 20s. Just made it. (laughs) It's literally the middlest of mid. I thought he was 24. He's 25. Oh, 25. You're right. My bad. That's definitely mid. Um, But I get the peer pressure thing for sure. He is obviously in a much lower risk category than other people. You know, you can give him a pass on that. I just think you should focus on the more, you know, potential character. I wouldn't say flaw. That's pushing it. But the things that could be a, a sort of a indicator of future behavior in other situations, which is the thing with the grandmother. I think you should try to maybe just let the other stuff go and be like, I really it would make me feel a lot better if you were more caref- careful around your your family. It would just me, make me feel better about how you're behaving. That's what I would say. I have a different answer. Okay. (laughs) So Rebecca, the reason your email really stood out to me, aside from being from me, recognizing your name and remembering you from the blog party is that on, I think a less extreme level, we sort of have a similar ish. Like it's been an ongoing issue. Issues too strong, but in terms of the pandemic for us, we get along really well, like, you know, all things considered, like you said, you wake up every morning, you want to see your boyfriend, you're not, it's not splitting you apart the way it is with so many couples. Yeah. So in that sense, I think it's been great for us. But Andy, to begin with, is a germaphobe. And I'm not. I've been preparing for this my whole life. <laughs> he really has been. Like, we're not kidding. Like, even before pandem- pandemic times, like, we wouldn't leave the house without sanitizer. I remember I saw this movie. It was... Um uh, um, with the the woman who does the uh, goop, whatever her name is, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. I love that you don't know her name. It was like a Steven Soderbergh movie. It was it was I think it might have been called Pandemic or out. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. She's the first. She's like patient zero. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a pig in China, like Matt a, Damon. A bat. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's in it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was, a, it was a big movie, but it was about a pandemic that's like. Probably like a lot worse than this one, but not that dissimilar. It was eerily similar to this. But I remember watching that movie and I was in the theater. I was like, I got this. <laughs> and I and I and and you know, in relation to that, I am extremely on top of things, more so, probably more so than I need to be. And Charlene, as the wonderful wife that she is, I know is going out of her comfort zone to some degree to appease my high level of of anxiety yeah, to compare this. ourselves to you i am the boyfriend and yeah. andy is you yeah and okay. i've gotten multiple like talkings to talking twos scolded here and there for not sanitizing something the right way or waiting long enough after i sanitized before then washing off the the bleach that we used to like like the order of the shoe removal and then and then the hand washing. What's funny is I sometimes watch you doing things that are above and beyond what I would do. And I'm like, wow, I created a monster. <laughs> like, you don't need to do that. It's OK. But in to relate to your boyfriend, I have been in some social situations where it kind of reminds me, honestly, of not eating meat. Like mm-hmm. when you go to a group dinner, are you going to be the one that's like, actually, can we not get pepperoni on the pizza because I don't eat pepper? You know yeah. what I mean? Like right. you don't want to be that person mm-hmm. that changes the entire social well, decision the, making because the, of yourself. 
Yeah, the difference is that pepperoni, one pepperoni doesn't kill you. No, no, no. I, of course, I get that. But right. all I'm saying is that if he already has some social anxiety, like I, all I'm saying is I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But for me, what really changed the way I saw this and to be to be clear, to begin with, I don't think I'm as bad as like most Americans on this regard. You know, I think that a lot of people are way too lax. Oh no, you're great. You're, you're but I'm as great. good as I am mostly because of you. But it was when Andy like made it clear to me that it wasn't about who I could potentially harm without realizing it, or the number of cases in New York City, or you know, all these facts. So to even relate it to the grandmother, I know that sounds cold, but it's. It's, you know, then his response is like, oh, well, my parents as well. I think really what worked for me to change, like to flick that switch for me was to make it super personal. Like it was no longer about really the pandemic and more about your feelings on it on a really personal level. I do 90% of the extra sanitizing and washing and everything that I do because Andy made it clear how much it means to him. It's not about the number of cases or all the people he can infect, the people whose names he doesn't know. You know, his I'm sure he loves his grandparent, but then he's like, oh, well, she went and did this. She went and did that. It's like it has to be about you and your relationship. Make it really personal. That's my take on it. That's what stood out to me when I read the email from mm-hmm. you. That's, that's really interesting. So what would you suggest that, is it just, should I change, should I communicate that with him or change the way that I frame this or... What, what's like the action that you would recommend? It sounds really silly and in a way kind of juvenile. But instead of focusing on how many people have died and how many cases there are and how, you know, these new statistics and reports, it's like it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you do this extra thing, when you stand up, like when you check with your friends before you go to dinner that, you know, that the place has outdoor seating, which, by the way, I've taken to doing with my girlfriends, Like if I'm going to meet a friend for dinner, we make sure they have outdoor dining. We make sure they have heat lamps and, you know, like all the things. I know it sounds, again, it sounds trite. Instead of making it about like how many hundreds of thousands of people are dying. It's like, I'm your girlfriend and this is how I feel about Mm -hmm. it. You should do it for me. Right. That to me, that's my take. I, I mean, I agree with that. It's, that's that we can have both these takes at the same time. <laughs> They're not opposing. Yeah, all I'm saying is that she's mentioned the grandparent before. She's, you know, he. There yeah. are everyone knows all the reasons why you should be careful. Yeah, I think I, I, that's kind of a weird answer. No, I think the vent, the the discuss discussion of your concern for his behavior with his grandmother is a, is in the Venn diagram of like do it for me. Yes. Like it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me like, I, I love you so much and I don't want to feel these feelings. I just want us to be on the same team. So just if you could, you know, put it's in making you a little one. more effort, I would make me very happy. It, when we talk about queen B, the relationships, the queen B, is this really the battle he needs to pick something that he knows is going to upset you. And then something he has to then keep from you to avoid upsetting you. Mm-hmm. If the relationship is number one, queen B going to be prioritized. Mm-hmm. It's the same way, you know, when some people fight, they're like, we can fight in all these ways, but we can never curse at each other. Right. This is a similar thing. It's like, this means this much to me. Do what you need to do to prioritize that. Right. It's, it's a low hanging fruit ask. It's, it's like you're basically like, like, you know, 
you're asking him to do things that are going to potentially save people's lives. It's not like you're asking him to stop watching sports or, you know, stop hanging out with a certain friend he really enjoys the company of. This is like a, I think he can do this. I think he can do this without it becoming any sort of fight or conflict or stewing issue. Do you feel like it would, that would ever build resentment? Like Charlene, do you ever feel resentful that you have to do that? No, because most of the times, unless it's driven by jealousy or insecurity, Mm-hmm. Most of the times, these things make you a better person. Yeah. You know, unless it's like, oh, you can't talk to your exes and like, I'm, you know, you have a curfew and you can't go out with certain people without showing me a photo of who you're with. By the way, I've heard of friends actually oh doing that to friends. Amazing. Amazing. But in this case, it can't build resentment because it is make he's doing the right thing and putting your relationship as number one. So... To me, yes, it's like sometimes I'm a little like, you know, we're, we're halfway down the street. We realize we don't have a full enough bottle of sanitizer and then we have to come back home or, pri- or like find. Well, the by the way, let's let's one. let's be. <laughs> it's actually happened. I don't want to I don't want her to make me sound like a complete weirdo. You the, are. The reason I get obsessive <laughs> about the full sanitizer, which, by the way, is a tiny little bottle, is because we take city bikes around the city. And yeah. and even in non-pandemic times, I think a city bike deserves a decent sanitizing. It's before. it's dripping by the time we get on it. <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> I, I, I basically have like a sanitizer, like a seat-shaped wet spot on my butt <laughs> when I get off the bike. But yeah, so Rebecca, to answer your question, I I think the resentment builds when it's something unnatural, something that you yeah. feel deep down is wrong or isn't for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Even even him doing this for you is also him being considerate. Right. To okay. the being a considerate citizen. It's that's what I'm saying. It's not a big ask. No. He's not sacrificing a lot for this. So I think you can feel comfortable asking him, but go with a very open heart and just be like, this is for me. It would make me so much happier. And like, you know, Give, give him a love sandwich. Be like, preface it with like, I love you so much. And I'm just thinking about this. And then after it, like, I love you again. You got the love oh, squeeze again, yeah. the little thing in the middle. Yeah. Andy's yeah. always good with the suggestions on how to broach. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is what you should say. And politics. Andy's like, this is how you should say it. It's a lot of po- <laughs> love is a lot of politics as much as you don't want to admit it. You got to be a diplomat. Yeah. In fact, I can tell when you're, what I'm about to get. Like a lecture. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, um, I have something I want to ask you. <laughs> this is a deceptively simple answer, mm. I think. But I think it's going to be transformative, honestly. But I think most importantly is you shouldn't let it go because any of these things, as small as they may seem in the moment, will fester. Okay. You know, they'll, they'll fester and they'll become something bigger, possibly. You just got to you got to get them out of the way. That's where the resentment can grow. That's I'm, I'm more saying, concerned yeah. about your resentment growing than oh, his. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's like worried that, you know, she asked this of him. Don't worry. This is resentful. not a big ask. Again, not a big ask. And if it is, you know what we're going to say. Oh, you know, he told me before I came on this, I, I called him and he's like, whatever they say, promise we won't split up. 
That's so that's, because almost every person who comes on this, it's like break up with him. <laughs> it's so true. You don't need to break up with him. He has nothing to worry about. He's great. You're good. Him not being as careful as he should be just because it's not as convenient is not deal breaker territory. No. Especially all the other wonderful aspects of your relationship you listed. Okay. No, it just puts another piece of inventory into the resentment box for you for you <laughs> and you don't want it you don't want you want that box to be empty okay. yeah so because remember you wrote into a podcast that's right <laughs> yeah, you're here yeah that's the not a good sign the seed of resentment right there <laughs> do you think you're gonna take our advice uh yeah i think it's just crazy because i've i've literally i'm the kind of person that if i have a problem i'll go around to everyone i know to ask for advice but um but you've said something that no one has said before. Um, which Me? You both, yeah. You, you have not thought about this that way. I didn't think that I could ask him to do it for me. I, I was always saying, you know, I was always listing these things, which he already knows about the pandemic and how, what kind of impact it has on people and the illness. And I think it compounded the issue because I had gotten it myself. So I was yes. even yeah. more. Definitely. There you go. It was personal for yeah. her. Yeah. Really personal. Yeah. But I, I think, think that, that, sorry, I didn't think that I could say, make it about me. Cause I never, you know, I just didn't think, cause Charlene, your, your, your intuition, was, which was that it feels like a selfish thing to be like, do it for me when. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and it's, it's, you sometimes hear, I don't know where you hear this, but you hear it. Someone said, I, I'd kill for you. You know, that's like a, in like a relationship where it's like, there's, the woman or the man is everything. I would kill for you. And you always, no, I'm, I'm sure. Would you, you kill for me? <laughs> under the right circumstances. They'd have to be very, I mean, it'd have to be, I mean, it'd have to be someone I didn't like on top of everything. But yeah, I would think about it. So anyway, my point is you want to get, the goal of every relationship is to get to the point where you can literally say to each other, I would kill for you. Okay. What? Absolutely. It's so extreme. Because you do the most extreme thing that you don't want to do because the other person wants you to do it. Oh, oh. I feel like you always go one step too far. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like the, it's like the X, Y axis. You, you, you understand. <laughs> graduate. There's like, there's like here and then there's there. That's the extreme of a perfect I, it, union. I will say this. If we are considering that X, Y Access mm -hmm. the asking to really prioritize prioritize her feelings in terms of his carefulness with a pandemic is very low on that scale. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> that is at the base. It's at the what? What do you call? What do you? What's it? You know? What's the thing right in the in the bottom left corner the of the X? The origin. Okay. I knew she. Of course she knows. And and what's the like? <laughs> if it's a square without an infinity, like what's the top right corner? Uh, I don't think there's a special word for that, but that would be a bird check. Don't mock, <laughs> don't mock me. <laughs> but, of course, there's no nothing. Of course, there's no name for that. It could, it's a trick, oh, trick question, and she passed. But but yeah, Charlene's 100 percent right. Rebecca, I hope that helps. I, I, it sounds like you're going to take my oh, advice. Yeah. <laughs> Our advice. It was predominantly well. People, your advice is often, I feel like, the winning advice. So I'm going to gladly no, claim this it. one. You won this one. I give it to you. I, I brought her on knowing that I, I had my, <laughs> my golden ticket. <laughs> in a way, Rebecca, thank you so much for your great and very relevant yeah. 
call. Yes, you were a delightful guest. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. And my boyfriend will be so happy to hear that we're not breaking He's, up. That you're not breaking <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like you, if he listens to this episode, you won't even have to have this conversation. Mm. Yeah. No, I think this is something that I'll just play for him. Like, yeah. let you guys do the work for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you just sit there with your arms crossed like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a hack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck right, with good that luck. and keep us posted. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Well, she was sweet. Oh, my God. She was really was delightful. I, it's, I feel like she's a perfect example of someone who is so thoughtful to the point where it almost hurts her. Mm-hmm. Too many thoughts. Too many thoughts and, and just so so considerate. It's like she's trying to find ways to broach it so that he doesn't react negatively to her broach, you know. She's doing full, like, female inception relationship thoughts. Female? Do you th- don't you think? Oh, oh you're I right. That is a, a kind of a female thing. It's a female thing. thing, yeah. Which is good. They're always, they're thinking about the right things in the relationship. Yeah. Guys are often just, like, trudging through. <laughs> they're just worried, like, is she going to cheat on me? <laughs> Like that's it's that's like as deep as they go. Basic. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's funny. Their relationship sounds great. It's it is such a 2020 concern. Yeah. I mean, uh, and only 2020 or 1918. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hopefully true. that's it. <laughs> it is true. But yeah, the second I read her email, I was like, oh, this this one rings true to me. Because yeah. there were there were growing pains with us at the beginning. Yeah. With I was like, really, does that really need to be sprayed? <laughs> but I, I do, I have to say, I really appreciate it's, it's, it's almost like a love language. Like you, I could tell when you're doing it, sometimes you're doing it, you're like, look how many times I'm spraying, but not in like a, I told you so way. Like you're doing it. Like, you're like, I know this makes, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's like dripping. Um, I'm like, hold up the dripping like thing up for you to see. <laughs> that's why we need a full bottle. But you're right. That is true. There is but something love languagey about it. Every time you do it, I th- it's literally like, think of how much, how easy that is. Like, first of all, you know, let's be honest. In the end, it's probably a net positive. I'm going overboard, but it's probably a net positive. But like every time you do any of that, I'm looking at you. And I'm like, that's so sweet. She's, I know she's doing that partially for me. And that's, that's, that's makes me love you more. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But you do similar things for me and my phobia, which we will not discuss. We won't discuss. But, but, but yeah. for example, you'll go out of your way to like research things to yeah. make sure that it doesn't have my phobia. Yeah. So yeah. You, because it's easy. It's easy. And I, it's almost and, like. And you, you care about me and my yeah. f- being happy or unhappy. And that's it's why a, I really think this is more personal than she thinks it is yeah. you know, or, or thought it was. Uh, it's, it sounds horrible, but humans are innately selfish and and you know we we care about what's in front of us and, yeah. and the, the people we care about yeah, yeah. my oh yes mm. myopic that just that just turned me on a bit <laughs> really a good word yes wow very good all right we're gonna close this up <laughs> but yeah it really it it really sometimes works in your favor in your relationship to play into that yeah make it personal it's Even tr- if the topic is like the least personal thing ever. Yeah. I think we can wrap there. I think we can. Yeah. What a great caller. Loved that question. Me too. Yeah. And we have one more caller today. Our other caller is Stephanie. Stephanie, thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you. Of course. My pleasure. Do you mind giving us your age and your city and or region and your story? 
Yeah, of course. So I'm 26 and I'm in New York City. Yay. So <laughs> I can launch right into my story if you want. Go for it. Okay. So basically what happened is I met this guy on Bumble, a little bit of backstory. I've been on Bumble for a, a long time. Um, I went to college in the city, so it's just, I've been on Bumble since pretty much I graduated and I've had a great time. Haven't really dated anyone from Bumble. Haven't really wanted to, but I've been seeing many a person on the apps. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, I'm, yes. So I met this guy on Bumble back in March. I wasn't looking for anything. I was truthfully just bored because the pandemic had just hit. Um, so, you know, I'd swipe through the work days and I slept this guy, we matched, whatever. I wasn't really that into it. Um, we actually wound up having a really good first conversation and that drew me in more than like his pictures or anything like that. And after the first conversation, he was like, look, if you want to text, just give me your number or whatever. So we did the whole texting back and forth thing. And then it started escalating to like phone calls and video chats. And this was over the course of like a couple months because we couldn't see anyone because the pandemic was locked everything down. Till about June, we were just communicating via phone calls, video messages, all of those things. And they were great conversations. We'd have like hours long convos. So I felt like we were really clicking on like a more personal level, which was rare for me in all of the things that I've had on Bumble. Um, So I was like, this is kind of interesting. I kind of like this guy. Uh, We decided to meet up in June, about mid-June. I was living in Brooklyn at the time, right by the park. So we were like, we can just go on a walk. It would be, you know, sort of safe enough. So we met up. Um, he actually had what I think you guys have referred to as nervous energy, which was mm. making me really nervous. <laughs> so it yeah. was like, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable. But it was an interesting, like, first date in the fact that, like, it's weird to see someone face to face after having so much communication just over a phone. There's a lot of buildup. Yeah. So much buildup. And the interesting part was that none of it was sexual. Like none of it, which is, I thought was unusual from a dating app. That is unusual, especially for that long a, a period of texting. What do you mean? None of it, none of the communication leading up to this point was sexual? Right. Yeah. Flirty? Um, I'd say like gently flirty. Mostly when you on say, my end. How old you, is he? Sorry, I just want to define sexual. <laughs> is sexual questions. like literally him sending you dick pics or sexual just like, ooh, you, I don't know. What are, what, <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? Is that, is that I don't those know. are the I, options? I didn't think of option B and I just completely flubbed it. But you get what I'm saying. It's yeah. like there's like really hardcore sexuality and then there's like sort of very nuanced. Are you talking right, like there right. wasn't even a nuance, like nothing? No, there wasn't even a nuance. How old oh, is he? Okay. He's 29. Does he have a lot of relationship experience? Um, I would say more than I do. Yeah. I think I have a lot more of like sleeping around experience. He has a lot more of relationship experience. Okay. <laughs> Very honest. <laughs> I'm I'm honest. honest about it. I, I like that. Endearingly like honest. That. I enjoyed that. Now that I just want to, now that I think about it, I guess that's not that strange to have. How long were you texting before you met? Uh, maybe like two months. I mean, it's better than the opposite, which is like they come on way too strong. Right. Oh, I, oh, I, don't, I think there's something charming about this. I, I, yeah, I think there is something charming about that. And it's not totally, it's not totally weird. That seems okay no, to I, me. I, if I the conversation's with, good and you, right? Yeah, and I agree with her. Like if it's one or the other, I would way rather it just be clean. Yeah, I no mean, question. if this does work out, you have a lot of time to be flirty and sexual with each other. Yeah, it's a slow build. So, okay, 
Sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, no so there great. was no so no sexuality in the text, and then you met, and there was nervous energy, and and continue. Right. So we go on our little date in the park. He winds up coming back to my apartment. We like have dinner. He winds up staying over, and we did have a good night. And there was some like romantic chemistry. So uh, so so whoa, 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 this was a, a non-nuanced <laughs> sexual night. I'm assuming this was more than nuanced. It's nice so- try, Stephanie. We need more details. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was it's so funny because like there to this day, there has not been like hand holding. Like PDA is not a thing that I think I do well and he obviously does not do it well. So there's really not any sort of PDA and there wasn't that that day when we were on our little date. But then like later at night we're like both sitting in bed. We like start making out. Like like yeah, we hooked up on the first night. But like it was kind of like a, a weird, like jarring, like it went from nothing to all of a sudden we were hooking up. Which is not well, because you said you don't do any PDA or any hand holding, but this was different for you as well, correct? This sort of yeah. lack of ramping up to the hook. Yeah, it, this lack it- of like anything and then all of a sudden like you're hooking up. It was very strange. And I chalked it up to like he's clearly anxious and like nervous about something. Yeah. Okay. Did he seem awkward? Like, did he, did he, was he like smooth guy or was he really kind of awkward? No, he was a little awkward. Yeah. Sounds like an awkward guy. I was guy. definitely more comfortable in that situation. Oh, and the hookup, I presume, was good because if this was June, it is now nearing the end of the year. Yeah. And we're talking about him. <laughs> right. Well, the first hookup, I mean, it's never that good. It was like fine. True. Yeah. Honest. True. I, I respect that honesty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was honestly, he left the next morning because he stayed the night. Um, he left the next morning and I was like, look, like to myself and to my friends, I was like, I have other people that I can reach out to whenever I'd like. Um, and I don't know like whether I'd prefer this man over any of them. So I just kind of was still playing the field and we wound up kept, you know, we kept talking, we kept video calling and cell phone calling, whatever. And I wound up seeing him again. I was actually in the middle of a move. So it took us a couple of weeks to sync up again. Um, but he came to my new place and it was much better, much less awkward um, and much more like of a chemistry. Mm. And then from there, we have slowly been ramping up. Um, like we see each other now once a week, typically. And it has started just being from like a booty call, come over after work or like drive me to your place after work to like a, we'll go on dates. So we'll go to museums together. We'll spend like days together. Last, a couple of weekends ago, we went out to Montauk, which is like an hours long drive. And then I wound up staying at his place that, that night and then staying at his place a lot of the afternoon the next day. So it's not like we're just hooking up. Um, there's like a dating aspect to it, which for me, who's good at just a hookup is very new. And I a little bit don't know what to do with it. Um, but at the same time, I like this guy, right? So what happened is like around August, we had started going on actual dates, like farmer's market dates, all of these cute little things, right? And I start to realize that all of these other men that I had been seeing, I don't really care about. <laughs> and I would rather spend my time with this guy who I have not just like good chemistry with now, but like intellectually it's really stimulating he does something that I think is really interesting and like we just verbally got along a lot better than a lot of the other men I was seeing so I so he snuck into the the top of your list he became your favorite absolutely wow rather surprisingly 
<laughs> okay. So um, in August, I wind up just casually mentioning to him, like, hey, I'm not seeing anyone else. I don't really want to. I'm not sleeping with anyone else. Or like, what's your deal? And he winds up saying the same thing to me. So I was like, okay, great. Like, we're exclusive. Is And the conversation literally went almost exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Yeah, it it's like so humiliating on my end. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that con- I don't know why people don't want to have that conversation. Like it does it does need to be had, I think. With today's <sighs> options, and there's nothing right. better than having it just verbalized like that. You can come to an agreement or not, and then you know what to do from there. Mm-hmm. Like yes, it's like maybe slightly awkward, a 10-minute conversation, but then you now you know. Right. Like the funniest part is that it wasn't awkward and it was more like 30 seconds. And it, so I, I felt so secure. I was like, great. Like no issues were exclusive, no problem. And then here's when my issue starts. Right. So we keep seeing each other. Everything's great. I'm in this little bubble of like, I don't have to be worried about anyone else. I don't care because he's not seeing anyone else. And I think about a couple of weeks later, I wound up deactivating my bumble because I just wasn't swiping anyways and didn't care to be, I wasn't going to meet up with other people. Um, and full disclosure, I'm a bit of a creep with the apps. So I had occasionally checked his profile to show other people. Cause you know, when friends are like, Oh, what's he look like? You can show them their Bumble profile. And I also would just check out of my own curiosity, but I would, I was noticing that he was updating his, his profile. So I'm talking new pictures, new bios, and he was updating and the location was changing. Oh. You can tell like how many miles apart they are from you, which only updates when you open the app. So I was noticing that he was doing this fairly regularly and he continues to do it regularly to this day. <sighs> you know, the, the, the dating apps have created this whole new batch of like sort of like closet psychopaths. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's antisocial behavior. Antisocial behavior. You're living a double life. It's well, not, and it's, it's not never normal. been easier to, and you can do it sort of passively. Although the updating of photos is pretty hardcore. That's not just leaving your profile up. No, no, no. What, I, what he's doing is is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, let's let's cool. let's just make this conversation short. <laughs> he's not. It's not good. This is not a good thing. There's no like gray area here. It's not like, well, maybe he likes to write and he likes to have photos and he enjoys taking pictures. No. <laughs> He's a bit of a scumbag, and he's clearly has many toes outside this relationship. That let's make that clear. Let's not beat around the bush. That's a hundred percent guaranteed. And from a man's perspective, I even know more than a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, as they say, which is <laughs> so not annoying. That. He's like, it only goes up to a hundred. It only goes up to hundred. You're never giving a hundred ten percent ever. Don't even think about it. You probably will kill you. You'll die if you give a hundred ten percent. That's how, how you do it. Um, th- that's a good point, actually. That yeah. extra 10%, you It'll don't have it you. in you to give. It's you impo- would die. You'll break physics. You'll die. You'll just implode. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is this guy's not in the relationship. He's, he's, he's got one foot in and one foot out. There's no question about it. Right. So, so, so the question becomes, have, well, two questions. One is, have you confronted him about this? No, I haven't. I haven't mentioned anything. Okay, because you'll look like a creep. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, and I don't. I'm not that good at lying. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, uh, well, I don't think it's tough. No, 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 it's tough. I would, I wouldn't 
okay, what she's what she does by doing that, it's like the two wrongs make a right. So so she's basically saying, I've been stalking your profile and I've noticed this. It's not that bad. Right. But do you, do you, does your account have to be open to see that his account is still active? Like, is no. yours? I, so okay. mine is fully closed. Like, people cannot see my profile. I can't swipe on anyone. But I still have the app. And, like, technically, I still have an account, which is how I can go in and see his. So I can right. still see and message all right. of my own patches. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, you finish and then I'll say what no, I No, go ahead. I'm curious what you're, where you're I just feel from. like if you're in a relationship with someone, you're past the point where it's like, oh, how do I broach this? But that's like, not I, my other question. Like, are we even in a relationship? To well, me, that's what you I'm need like, to know. Evidently. Well, well, then that, that was where my second batch of questions were going to come. I want to determine whether you are in the relationship you think you're in. The first question has been answered. He's He's half out. That I guarantee. Yes. Right. You, you agree with uh, yeah, that? Yes. Right? Okay. So my question is this. Do you say goodnight or have like a end of the day conversation and or text every single night of the week? No, not at okay. all. Okay. That's a problem. Number two, how often do you see each other? And when you see each other, how forward are the plans made for that date? Like how so in it, advance? Right. So it actually depends. We've had plans like a month out. And he did that like maybe two months ago. We made plans for like something a month in the future, which shocked me because I was like, a Playboy okay. wouldn't just do that. So <laughs> and typically it or is. Would a, or would a really good Playboy do that? That's true. It could be an extra good uh, one. Now you're off. You don't <laughs> know true. where you stand. Off balance. Keeping you on your toes. And when you had this conversation about exclusivity, that you said was in August? Yeah, it actually came up again after that, maybe like the next time I had seen him. And it literally was just a replay of the same conversation where he was like, yeah, I'm not seeing anyone else. I don't care to. The end. Has he, have you, there's been no I love you situations here. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Just checking. (laughs) Just want to X that off. Okay. I'm like, I... I'm confused. I feel like you're either in a relationship with someone or you're not. And if you are in a relationship with someone, that's a safe place where you should be able to speak your mind. And it's, this isn't you going through his phone while he's sleeping and like secretly learning his password. This is public. It's not that creepy. I know you, I I could tell you have a lot of pride about not being a creep. I I, I get that. I'm with you you. I mean, I would totally admit to him that I'm being a total creep. I just think that a lot of people would be very spooked by that. No, but okay. Okay. So now you're thinking about it the wrong way. He should be spooked by that. He should be spooked by the fact that he's clearly actively looking for another woman while he's dating you pretty Mm. seriously. And from what it sounds like, aside from the fact that you don't have like the sort of end of the day communication, which is a a red flag, um, to be honest, uh, it sounds like you have something of a relationship. It sounds pretty casual, though. It does sound casual, but that they do real datey things. So it's sort of in between casual and relationship. It's not full casual. Yeah, I just find the lack of talk. Do you talk every day in some way? Um, I'd say about every day, not not necessarily every single day. But I'd say most days we talk. Okay, I would say that you are in your right. um, And I do not think it would be super creepy for you to say you know, I still have my Bumble account active and I looked at your profile and you could even make it funny. You could be like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, why are you doing this? What's wrong with you? Like, what's going on? 
Like seriously. Yeah, I find it kind of, it's bordering on like it could be a comedic. Yeah, you could make it a joke. You could be like, uh, so how's your uh, how's your new profile going, weirdo? <laughs> you know? There like, have been a couple situations. There was like one situation where I almost was like, Oh, I saw that new pic, you looked really great. And you should you you shouldn't do it. That's too jokey. <laughs> you should too, make it. Too you should Got it. you should open it in a sort of semi serious way, but you can sort of approach it. Keep you you're. I could tell you have pride. Keep your pride while you you discuss it. You know, so make it like you don't care that much. But you definitely should should lay this on him. Well, and also he should not be able to get away with it. You're within your right to care. That's what yeah. bothers me. It's not like you haven't had the exclusivity conversation. That yeah. you had a conversation that led you to believe that you had a certain something. Don't be fooled into thinking that you did something wrong by Correct. keeping an eye on his public dating profile that he's updating. He's the one breaking the law. Yes, you're you're making a you're making a citizen's arrest on this one. Okay. <laughs> so you don't think there's there's I've been thinking of like all the possible situations. You don't think that there's a loophole in there that he's trying to exploit. The loophole being. We are only sleeping together. That doesn't preclude him from going out on dates. Well, with that other was my. Oh, next. he's definitely using that loophole. The question because is because the kind language of, used the, was "I'm not sleeping yeah. with anyone else." Exactly. Yeah. Oh my. Oh. God. I mean, I'm just trying to think like a really good fuckboy. <laughs> oh no, you're you're thinking well. I love. She's a good. I like. Yeah, I know. Like, she's bon, she's thought about the semantics of the thirty is. second conversation. It's <laughs> tremendous. You're very. It's easy to to deal with this with you. A lot of people don't like to talk about everything. So, um, <laughs> he is definitely using the loophole and he needs to be called on it hard. I agree with you. No pussyfooting around and immediately. Like, unless you want to just maintain a long casual, kind of like in between casual and real relationship with this guy for, you know, maybe months or years. If you no. want. And me, me like three years ago, 100%. Me now, not interested. Totally. So, so you want to date him exclusively and see where it goes. Right. And I don't even care about the labels. I know he's not big into labels. He's given me, he's like given me uh, enough hints for me to know that he's not big into labels. I don't really care about that. It's the exclusivity. It's the respect to not being out here on dating apps. Also kind of safety it. right now. Mm-hmm. The safety as well. Yeah. I mean, right yeah. now it's worth yeah. mentioning. I don't, yeah. we can't oh, pretend absolutely. it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like, it's as if everyone in the world has herpes. Basically. <laughs> right? Okay. It is. I mean, I thought that was a pretty good analogy. It was, no, it, it caught me off guard, but it was good. Yeah. It was good. Wow. Oh, yeah. You. I just don't feel the need to handle this with kid gloves. I think that you are within your right. If there's no way it wouldn't even occur to him that you could perceive it, that you're not dating other people. The loophole thing is just, that's shitty, but... He cannot not see this coming, is what I'm saying. How can he not see this coming? He's literally, he probably in his mind has a ticking time bomb. He's like, any day now, she's going to ask me, why are you updating your photos? Why are you changing your profile? He knows it. He's waiting for it. He's literally buying time having sex with you before you ask him that question, at which point he may peace out because he's going to be so ashamed and he's going to realize that the gig is up. That's what's happening. Mm. And I and, and what but 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 
There is a possibility. So this is a win-win for you. That's why you need to do this immediately. Bring it to a head. There is a possibility that it may revert. You may be like, oh man, now I realize I'm such a jerk. I actually really love this woman and I and I screwed up and why was I being so immature? And now I'm going to commit myself to this relationship. There's a, there is a 25% chance that happens. 25%. 25%. Yeah, I do think 25%. Because what? she's spending so much quality time with her. Like yeah, in situations I've been in half and half out, it's just sleeping. It's just like, you know, hey, and what's you've up? And you've been the guy in this situation. Yeah, yeah. Where I mean, you've I've sort looked, of like relied on loopholes and yeah, avoided having... Yeah, there was never a firm but, but commitment. not when there was a exclusivity talk. No, no. Then it's just plain straight up cheating. That's cheating. Uh, and you said you discussed it twice and both times it was, I'm not sleeping with anyone else. Not, it, it was actually seeing. I'm not seeing anyone else, and I, I'm not going on dates with other people, and I don't I don't want to, and I don't have time to. Oh, so that's not then he's actually it's not even a loophole. He's, then he's cheating, he's breaching all contracts, or or even if he's not actively cheating, he's open to cheating. Oh yeah, right. In a city like New York, when there's always someone hotter, there's always someone better. There's always that possibility that the more you swipe, maybe you'll get someone even better. Do you know what I, I want? Feel like he's addicted. Can I, can, is it legal for her to, to call him right now and try to set I would love to hear live how he responds, how he flounders like a fish out of water. Stephanie, you're allowed to say no to that. You're definitely allowed to say no. But but no, also- I 100% would, but I, I'm fairly certain he might be at work. Uh, even better. Even more well, so awkward. So the other thing too is like our relationship is not typically like that. So it would be so awkward for me. I don't know. I feel like I'm pussyfooting around everything because I'm a problem, you know, because I don't want to stand up for what I probably should. Oh, you should. Yeah. You're, you're not being fair to yourself. Yeah. You, you're not. You, 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 you deserve better. You need to do that. I, I really, I would love you to call him right now. D- don't. Don't, don't I shouldn't she, say she, don't put her in that position. I'm sorry I, I I'm sorry I don't it. listen to my husband I'm sorry don't listen to your I husband I will not do it but thank yeah. you for the offer no because I really do need to be forced into having this conversation clearly I've been putting it off for a while now it would yeah. seem so I think that we're not telling you anything you didn't already know and didn't think we would say but if you do get one new nugget from this it's that you don't need to call into a podcast to know what you deserve in a relationship. You know, when you say you're worried that you don't, you don't want to seem like too much. What's your Enneagram type? Oh, I just did this. This is the numbers one, right? Yes. I'm an eight. (laughs) Ah. What's an eight? That's pretty good. Yeah, but they're very like, usually I thought assertive. Anyway. I typically typically am assertive in everything but my love life. Unless, Unless it's a fuckboy that I don't care about. Got it. And I am very assertive. <laughs> Gabby just said the eight is the challenger. Okay. Oh. This isn't even about, oh, do I deserve whatever? This is just, this is pretty basic. Like, right. we live in a society where most relationships are monogamous. You had the talk to suggest that you would both be monogamous. And now you have evidence, months worth of evidence to suggest that he, even if he's not actively being that way, he is open to being that way that's not cool especially if you're not doing the same shit like you if if that's the case then you also have a right to be swiping people you know and i i also yeah everything you're saying is right i also think that you have to be very um aware of his response it's very important so he's going to do one of three things the first one is the worst 
which is going to be like, why are you looking at my profile? That's my oh, pride. Yeah. Why that's, would, why and would that's you like, do that? That's he's the like worst. switching the blame onto you. Then you actually punch him in the face. Yeah, then that, I just that's leave. Your, that's such yeah. a pathetic response. No, it's, it's like instantly over. Dear Shandy does not condone physical violence. No, they don't. But this may be a situation. You know, the police have more important things to worry about nowadays. <laughs> so uh, second worst is he makes some excuse like, oh, I'm just doing that because, you know... Some I don't even know what you would say, but I'm sure he could think of something. That's the second worst. And the one where you actually should have an open mind is where he actually fesses up and he's like, yeah, you know, and it gives you, he actually has a conversation about it. Like, yeah, I am doing that. He's not defensive. I'm not, he's not defensive, exactly. And he explains his reasoning, however weak it may be. Um, That may lead to another conversation where maybe your relationship goes to another level or it ends. Um, and that's where that twenty five seventy five percent thing I think is. But it would um, be really actually almost charming if he could admit to, as you say, being addicted. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right. You know, there is that sense of like uh, oh. vulnerability and not being defensive. That's right. the most important thing. Well, that's the thing. Number three is the only p- one of those three responses which you should entertain. The first two is immediately goodbye. But the, the, right. this third one has a lot of possibilities. So you'll see what kind of a man he is um, in how he um, navigates through that third choice. Stephanie, I have a question for you. Yeah. You've known this man for a while. And if it weren't for this, you would, you would think you're dating him. I would think that you should have a pretty good idea of how he will respond. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, I suspect that he will either say I'm doing it because I'm bored and I'm I enjoy doing it because I'm just it's just something to do when I'm passing the time. But I'm not seeing like I'm not going on dates with people on it. I suspect that might be how he responds, which is that's number that's number two. That's that's (laughs) goodbye. Yeah, it's number it's number two in more ways than one. It's not even like a little number three. <laughs> no, no, that's a full number two. Well, there's a slight <laughs> nice try. Him being like I'm 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 bored, like sort of admitting uh, that it's no, you're that's right. actually the number two that I couldn't think of. That is that's exactly number two. That's the one I was trying to think of. What excuse would you make? Oh yeah, I'm bored. Right. That's it. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah I just no, feel like no I, I see so many other aspects of like what we've been doing. So like he's met a couple of my friends. He like we talk a lot about our families and like fears and all these things and like more personal things than I'd ever talk about with anyone I'm just like casual with. Um, I feel like I'm looking at so many of those and being like, oh, so he must be. He must care a little bit more. He does care. He cares a little bit, but not enough, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for you to to call him on this and potentially uh, just pull the ripcord. If he doesn't behave excellently, the in one his thing response. you can't do is continue on like this. If he doesn't, no, and, and change, and again, you like, can don't, no more, no, no more sex, nothing. Yeah, I'm nothing. serious. He needs to lose the benefits that he's getting. Oh, no question. But if you want to just keep it, you know, casual, and you enjoy that, and you don't care, then that's fine. But I don't think that's the case. I think you're emotionally, you're you want. I think something it's too more. late for that now. Yeah, it's too late. I think emotionally, yeah. it's it's past that. But does it yeah. help if you you know that not all times that we hang out do we have sex? There have been times that we've hung out a while and and stayed over at each other's houses and not had sex. 
Well, it sounds like you're dating. Sounds I like just you're don't married. Know why She's married. Friend. She's married. Ha 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 ha! loves to make no sex. Married jokes. Married jokes. Always funny. Okay. So, uh, they're not fun. I this this needs to happen as soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to happen right now, although that would give me great pleasure. But it will happen very soon, and we'd like to hear a report about it because. Uh, I'm actually really curious. And if what's making it difficult for you is the sort of admission of being creepy and creeping his profile, blame it on a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, my I girlfriend saw your profile. Said, like, just say that I was looking at his profile because I was showing someone and I noticed it was different. Oh, t- that's a great idea. Yeah. Just blame it on a girlfriend. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. But then, you, then, then you'd be lying. You don't but seem like a liar to I me. Only, that's a white light on my mat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's a good idea. I, I think it's better not to lie in the situation simply because, again, they're supposed to be in a relationship and mm-hmm. he's the one co- committing that Oh, crime. I would just say for her own. Like, I know. She that's, no, that's, I'm creepy. the one that suggested it. Trust yeah, me. Right. I, I feel the same way. But I just feel like then loophole. he can't be like, oh, it just happened to be open. Your girlfriend is wrong. Like that photo's always been there. You can be like, actually... I know that you updated that photo. You know what I mean? Then you have, you can get to the root of it right then. Don't let him wiggle out yeah, of it. Yeah. Stephanie, you knew what we were going to say. Yeah. I suspected. I didn't want to admit it to myself. <laughs> what else could we have said to this? Uh, yeah. What did you yeah. think we were going to say? Uh, maybe Andy, with your experience dating in New York City, you would be like, yeah, I've done that with someone before and it, I didn't yeah, mean anything bad to come of it. Oh, no, I've done that with people I meant bad things to come of. It. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I would never do that unless I meant bad things to happen. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> you, yeah, you did it to see what else was out there. And oh, yeah. Explore that. And I've never done that where I was really into the person I was dating. It's not like I'm like, well, let me just make sure I keep this match.com profile up to date. <laughs> the speed at which he updates it is honestly, he should win an award. Because in this past week that I've been really monitoring it, it's like three times. I'm what like, is this it? is no joke. Can I just quickly ask what? It's almost just, impressive. He's I very diligent one, with updating. It is impressive. I want to know, just give me one snippet of some content that he that he changed. Like not a photo, just like an actual content from his profile. Um, he'll change answers to questions. So Bumble gives you those pre-written questions that you write in a blurb about. And he'll okay. just completely change the question and answer a totally new question. Amazing. And there's no chance that Bumble just sort of rotates that. Tinder oh. has that algorithm. I've done my research. <laughs> I love but Bumble does not have that algorithm. <laughs> nice. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, no-brainer. You're going to do it, right? Bring, you said bring it up in a funny way. Yeah, because my other question is how in the world do I bring this up? But you mentioned just funny. You, and like, because because. I just I've gotten to know you in the last 30 minutes and I feel like you you would be best represented by showing confident humor as opposed right. to being like, you know, why are you what's up with this? Like, I don't think that would I feel like your strength is in your positivity and your kind of lightness. So I think that's the best way to approach it for you, just so okay. you feel good about it. Right. Yeah. And also, since you do have strong feelings for him, you do feel like you're dating him. And it's possible this really is just a blip. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. It's possible that he just is addicted, like you said, and maybe it's the generation of just not wanting to get, get yeah, off the That's the, the 25%. Apps. That's where he's like, oh my God, I've done a bad thing. I really do like you. Yeah. And therefore, I feel like to go in really in an aggressive way that 
sort of could make him more defensive than he might otherwise be would mm-hmm. not serve you. Yeah, I agree. That makes you want, sense. You want to create you want to create an open, gentle environment yeah. for him to sink himself. Like a beautiful, oh, no. a beautiful idyllic swimming pool for him to drown in. They're gonna absolutely shoot himself in the foot. God. Yes. <laughs> and stat. Stat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to hear not seeing him this weekend if that's helpful. So. We'll okay. See. Good. All right, Stephanie. Best of luck, and seriously, keep us posted. On yes, this. we want to know. Absolutely. Thank you so okay. much. Thanks <laughs> Thank for calling. You. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, that's another, you know, clear cut case. Like, the- I mean, it's clear cut what she has to do. I maintain that he might not. Oh, I agree. Be so malicious in this. I agree. I think it's just cl- right. Clear cut. The action is clear cut. Yes. The result is not so clear. Yeah. And you were right. 25%. I actually think maybe it's at first I thought 25% seemed really high. Hmm. But the more I think about it, the more I think you're really right about that. And it's possible it's even higher. Basically, like he won't want to lose her and he'll be willing to, you know, cut off yeah. bad habits. Not bad habits, but, you know, habits that don't serve his monogamous relationship. Yeah, maybe good habits for him. It depends how you look at it. But yeah. I, I, what I'm basically saying is three out of four guys in this position would be basically playing the field. They'd just be dragging her along. What I find interesting is that he actually sounds kind of awkward and maybe not so great yeah. at that Yeah. in a way that but, makes me... But the internets allow people with no game and no, no, no coolness to be able to be a player, which kind of sucks and breaks the whole playing field, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're right. The internet has allowed... Men, especially, but people. The internet has allowed men, women, uh, everybody to act out their worst tendencies without any of the courage needed to do it in real life. And this this applies to politics. It applies to dating. It applies to family relations. It applies to everything. Mm. Bullying. And yeah. I'm, 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 frankly, I'm sick of it. <laughs> and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. I, I mean, it is irritating. In this case, it's sort of like, what are you doing, dude? It's just, but it's, it's what are you cr- doing? You already said okay. It's just, it creates a whole, it's created a whole generation of like cowards. Yes. It's, it's just, ugh, it makes me very angry. I could go on for a long time. You don't have to tell me. You know, I deal with this on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And you less than most, to be I know. honest. You get a lot of love on the net. I, mean, I can't imagine what it's like for a perfectly decent human being who's got a high profile life and they're just every minute of every day is like, you suck. I hope you die. You should kill yourself. Like, God damn. Who are these little urchins? Where did they come from? Were they always here and now they have a voice or did the internet like birth them? I want to I think know. they were always here and now they have a voice. We're going off topic. The inter- you know the internet. The in- the internet is like when you lift a rock up and you see all those like worms and yeah. ants and yeah. like centipedes rolling around. Yeah, you're right. That's what it, the internet allows that to be the the surface, without you actually lifting the rock. So did we cover Stephanie's saga? I'm interested to know what happens there. Yeah, I'm fascinated to know. I think that what's going to happen is he's going to come up with some cockamamie excuse and uh, the relationship's going to fizzle out. The re- 
reason I'm sort of holding out hope, I guess, is because she seems like the kind of person that would be into someone who is quality. Do you not agree with me? <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm I just feel like, you, you know, I they've agree. been talking for so long. This is like, this has been many, many, many months now. It just seems like she wouldn't be into someone who... No. This seems out of character. She seems extremely laid back, down to earth, grounded, emotionally stable. Like everything yes. about her seems like she's got, she, she understands what's happening. This is a situation where this guy has taken advantage of her laissez-faire attitude, her sort of bon vivant attitude. And he is, Look at all these he's French getting French expressions. <laughs> la, la vie rose. You're in a weird mood tonight and I love it. So, so, am I in a weird mood? You are. It's so cute. Probably, it's probably something like in a, in a good mood. You're yeah, no, no. Mood. You're in a cute mood. You're in a very, yeah, yeah, a very. My standard mood is bad. So this, maybe I'm in a good mood. But um, he right. He has taken advantage of her easygoingness or her laissez-faire yes. or bon vivant attitude. Mm-hmm. And but the, I maintain that if she is into him, based on who she is, I feel like he's great in every way, and this is out of character. For, out of character for what she thinks he is. Wait, what? Say that again. She wants to date him. Right. She seems like someone who has self-esteem and knows what she is going for. She's smart. I feel like she would go for a guy who is reasonably great. Mm-hmm. And therefore, based on how great she thinks he is, this is out of character. What I'm saying is I do think he probably has a lot of redeeming qualities. And this might be just sort of like, a cultural blip, like more so mm. than him seeking to put his penis in other women anytime soon. Okay. No, and, and I agree. I'm I giving reserve, him the benefit of I the doubt. I reserve day. benefit of the doubt as well for him. And I that's where the 25% comes. I think he might pull it out. Yeah. And um, I hope he does. I really do. Yeah. But she seems very cool. And I hope that he doesn't, he doesn't do something that's going to make her feel bad. Yeah, I agree. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Dear Shandy. Let us know what you thought. If you think we're giving this guy too much credit. <laughs> too much credit? I don't know. I think we're giving him a decent amount of credit considering mm. his act, his profile is still giving active and being active. Giving him a very active. medium amount of credit, maybe low. I I, uh, may, I think maybe I'm, I, I'm giving him credit. I You're feel. giving him more credit than me. It's because of her. I know him, though. I know what he's up to. Really? Yeah. So you think, think he's so. just not in this relationship? He's not fully in it. Oh, that's so discouraging. Like she had, they had the conversation twice. Like what more do you need to do? What more do you need to do? I mean, people commit triple homicide. Are you suggesting that the human being occasionally does things that are bad? All I'm saying is that if he's going to agree to being exclusive with her, at the very least, if you're if you still want to wander around, like go on a different app than the one you met her on, <laughs> it's yeah, so you're sloppy. Right. You're sloppy, yes, yes, I'll give you that. He's very like, sloppy. Go on Tinder. Yeah, or something. I know. Right, mix it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good point. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Dear Shandy. If you liked your Shandy, you know what you can do. You can like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave an iTunes review. That's Um, the big, big one. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best gift you can give us. And with that said, I think we can wrap. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys and see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. 
生。